You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. Hi, everyone. I am Martina Cunha, and you're listening to Backstage Talk. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Backstage Talk. Today, I am really excited to have over someone that I not only admire a lot, but I can also call her my friend. I have here with me Michaela Brewster. She is a freelance social media manager who oversees the digital presence of brands within the world of arts and culture. Her past clients, past and current clients, range from musicals to museums, books to brands, podcasts to performers, films to forums on advocacy, just to name a few. She is a former account manager at Marathon Digital, where she led innovative social media campaigns such for shows such as Hamilton, Hadestown, Be More Chill, and Freestyle Love Supreme. Honestly, Michaela had my dream job. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. Listening, I know I've applied a, a couple of times, but I will keep doing it. Um, but I have the honor of having the incredible Michaela Brewster at the show. I first knew about her thanks to Page to Stage, so shout out to Brian and Mary for her episode uh, on their podcast show. So, Michaela, I am so excited to have you here. How are you? I am fantastic. My day was already going great, and then your face is now in front of me, so I'm just thrilled. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you so much. So, first thing I want to ask you is, who, who are you besides being a digital nomad, besides working in social media in the arts and entertainment world? What else can you tell us about you? Who am I? You know, that's, aren't, isn't that what we're all trying to ask? Um, <laughs> yeah, I think, you know, I think first and foremost, I'm somebody who just like loves creativity and I love like thinking outside of the box. And so I think in everything that I do, I just try to find the most creativity in that. And so um, because of that, I have found myself in um, an industry such as Broadway, where I get to work with some of the most talented people in the entire world, um, on stage, off stage, all over. Um, And also in the specific industry of of social media management, which I see as um, really just like an opportunity for boundless creativity, because 
you um everyone is given this this one you know these platforms and these same these same things that we can do and the ways that everyone uses it um is so different and constantly evolving and constantly inspiring me and the content that I want to create and so um I have answered uh your question (laughs) in the framework of my job which is a a great segue into (laughs) the rest of me because yeah that was one thing like um I think during the pandemic when, um, you know, I, I was working on all of those shows and I was having all these amazing experiences working at Marathon Digital, um, you know, I, and then I kind of was reframing um, my life, thinking through what, what kind of um, pivot I might want to make. And um, one of the big questions I was asking myself was like, who are you if you are not working, if you are not, you know, um, yeah, behind a phone and and paying attention to all of that. And I think that was one of the main reasons why I really wanted to embrace this digital nomad lifestyle and find things outside of work that um, inspired me and, and give, gave me creativity. Um, and so, yeah, I think like being able to explore different cultures and see the intersections between like things that um, you know, I relate to and get to kind of like feel at home in, in this like place that I am not from. Um, mm-hmm. but then also feel like super, um, not a part of, of a culture and feel very different and have all of those experiences. It's like, I don't know, again, it just feels like this widening of a perspective and that's all, all I ever want to do. So I think that's me. I still kind of <laughs> talked about my work and <laughs> digital nomad but that's yeah pretty much that takes up most of my days (laughs) I love that I love that so what would be a random fun fact about you Ooh, okay this I love to pull this one out because um I actually it gets even better if um uh if you're able to see the the photo that I have of it but um Steve Jobs attended my birthday party um as in my childhood yeah and so I had I I kind of like knew this. So basically his, his daughter was in my Girl Scout troop. And so she she was invited to my birthday party. And so then he came and dropped her off and picked her up and and whatever. Um, And I'm sure he wasn't there long. I have no idea the actual story because I was eight or whatever, but um, yeah, he, uh, there is a photo that I found of him in the background of like me, like the cake and stuff. And he's in a black turtleneck and everything. It's just like the most Steve Jobs. So um, yeah, I'm, I'm from the Bay Area and uh, from Palo Alto. So that, uh, yeah, that was, that's my fun fact. And yeah, I, I can't imagine little Michaela in front of the cake and Steve Jobs in the <laughs> back just randomly posing, just like being like, hi. <laughs> I know, it's like comical. It's it's really funny. I'll, I'll, I'll send you the, <laughs> the photo afterwards. <laughs> I love that. I love that. So let's get into the specifics of your work in social media and marketing in theater and Broadway. So which was your aha moment in which you decided that this was the industry that you wanted to work on? Yeah. I mean, so my my story is a little different from most um, of my theater colleagues who I've talked to um, because, and I think this is telling and probably a reason why I have stuck around and why it's clear that everybody wants to, to work in, in, in this industry. 
Um, but I have met so many people who it's been like, my dream is to work in theater. My dream is to work on Broadway. I will not do anything. I will do whatever it needs to do. You know, I'll, I'll sweep the floors. I will just let me be involved. And, you know, I think that is not something that happens a lot of the time, you know? And, and so it's very clear that that's uh, a quality, uh, you know, a very special community that's gathered. And so I, um, I come more from the, the marketing social media space. I have always loved entertainment and um, pop culture, although my friends will laugh at me and there are plenty of gaps in pop culture knowledge that I've got. But um, <laughs> I have always really enjoyed that side of things. And um, I guess being from California, Hollywood was always a little bit more on my mind. And yeah. so I kind of thought that film or television um, and marketing was going to be my intersection. And so um, through college, that was where I kind of was headed. Um, and uh, then it wasn't until I like went on a trip to New York and um, saw, uh, saw so, a show, Something Rotten, and um, just like absolutely loved it, followed their social media, thought it was so cute. Um, I had also like my my roommate at the time we were she was kind of bringing me into the musical theater theater world a bit more she introduced me to Hamilton um she introduced me to some of like my first shows that I that I you know was streaming the cast album over and over again and we'd like sing it in our in our apartment in college and stuff and so um slowly I I became a, a fan of more like recent um musical theater pieces and so um through that when I had an opportunity in New York to do an internship um, but found out that was only part time. I was like, okay, I like need to fill my time with something else. So what, you know, what could that be? Um, and I got it in my mind, you know, maybe, maybe Broadway shows, maybe I could help there. And so um, I sent a Facebook message to something rotten explaining how I enjoyed their strategy. And I thought they were doing such a great job and I loved their show. Um, and if they needed any extra help, I was coming to the, to the city this summer um, if they if if they needed anything, um, and include my LinkedIn and uh, to prove I was a real person and and sent it off, um, but then copied that same message, tweaked it um, for Hamilton because I I was uh, bigger of a fan obviously of of that and it was like yeah peak like Hamilton time I think 2015, um, and so I um, yeah it was just like assuming that the the smaller show um would would maybe be the opportunity but the next day I had an answer from Hamilton in my in my inbox on on Facebook uh, saying that they were interested in setting up an interview and so that kind of brought me into the world of theater um and since then it's just been like every person that I interact with being able to be a part of such a, a tight-knit and small community just makes it I think so much easier to um to like progress in your career because there are so many more chances to really just like step up and do it. And um, I love looking around and seeing a lot of the like leaders in the industry start to be like my friends and like, you know, people our age. And so um, it's just, it feels like a place of like boundless opportunity um, in a lot of ways. There's a lot of um, change that needs to happen in order to make that true for everybody. Um, but I, I, I have found um, it to be nothing but a supportive and, and amazing community to develop my career in. And so I'm, I'm, I'm thrilled to, to be a part of it now. 
I love that. And I love that you brought up that it was thanks to your roommate because little did they know, know. they were nurturing this huge fan of musical theater. I love that. Well, the best part is like, then I got to thank her in like the best way possible because then I, I got to go, um, she came with me to Puerto Rico for, for uh, Hamilton's opening night there. Um, we, let's see, we're, we <laughs> got to go to the LA opening um, and we like walked backstage with my boss at the time and we um, all of a sudden like Lynn passes to our left and I'm just like, Lindsay, breathe, breathe, breathe. It's okay. Um, so it was, it was nice to be able to over the years uh, pay her back for, yeah, just actually completely uh, changing my life. So yeah. I love that. I love that. <laughs> I would have, I would have totally freaked out. Like for, for everyone, um, when I met Michaela back in Broadway Con 2022, I remember we were in the green room and all of a sudden, this huge Broadway stars that I looked up to started entering the room and I was like, Michaela, <laughs> Michaela, Michaela. She was like, it's okay. breathe. Yeah, we're yeah, done. it's okay. Get used to it. <laughs> Let me introduce you to them. And I was like, I, 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 uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> That was really fun. And yeah, it was a really good experience. And that's why I got to meet a lot of people I really look up to in this industry, in that green room. And we were like having lunch together with everyone. I was just like, okay, yeah, this may be my life from now on. Okay, I'm good. <laughs> But that's that's honestly what I love is the fact like, and I, I, I don't know this to be the case because I didn't end up going down the path of, you know, kind of the... LA Hollywoodish sort of thing, but um, I I don't think that I would have worked on a TV show and ran their social media for three years and felt fully a part of the team and and known every single person, every single fact about every single actor, everything right, and dedicated my life to this account. I bet if I were sitting in a green room with any any of the actors, I I don't know if they would have, they might have, they might not have, but I just think that because Broadway is so. Um, community oriented because everyone has to work so closely yeah. it just creates this space where you will develop more of a relationship with cast members that was one thing that I never really even thought about uh, being being a part of my life is actually getting to know the people on the stage um, and that has been uh, yeah a, a wonderful wonderful part of, of all of it I love that so let's trace it a little bit back on your journey because you started with an internship at, at Marathon and then everything like blew up. So <laughs> let, let's go a little bit back to that time and what you did with Marathon. So you ran a lot of, of campaigns for shows like Hamilton. You just mentioned you were to Puerto Rico and the LA opening night, um, but also Hadestown and Be More Chill and Freestyle Love Supreme. So how was that whole experience like? Yeah, um, it was amazing. I I I absolutely love all, all every single moment that I got to spend at Marathon. Um, you know, I, I got a chance to work on things way earlier in my career than I think I would have, and on projects way bigger than I ever could have dreamed of, and was completely trusted to do so. Um, and it allowed me to gain a lot of confidence in myself and to um, yeah, also do, do it in an environment where the quality of the social content was most important. It wasn't, 
Um, it wasn't necessarily about like, what's the easiest way to get from point A to point B, although there were moments mm-hmm. where you're like, all right, all right, let's take a step out. Like, do we need to do all of this? You know, sometimes it got, we were a little extra, but um, what the reason why I value that is because when you enter an environment where it's like, how can we do the coolest thing? How can we make the biggest splash? How can we like, yeah, make the most noise? that is going to be an environment where, again, all the creativity is going to be welcome and where we are going to bend over backwards to try to get a cool thing done. And so um, it allowed me to learn how to dream bigger in brainstorms um, and to think through um, larger pieces. So it's like, you know, if you're thinking through day-to-day social content, you know, there's only a certain amount of thinking forward that you have to do. But when you're starting to talk through like, content shoots or month-long campaigns or big partnerships or some of these like really big things that I got to uh, work on towards the end of my time there um, that's exercising a lot more pieces of your brain and a lot more things that now I have found myself um, you know as a freelancer faced with um, hey we, we need this problem solved can you do this we want this to be achieved can you do this And I now have an attitude of like, yes, I can, because there have been so many times when I had no idea how to do a thing, but I I figured it out. And so, um, and each time you do that, then you just gain the muscles that, um, you know, the next time those bits are easier and it allows you to then extend yourself even further in a different direction and grow there. And so, um, yeah, I, I absolutely loved every second there and it's definitely formed, um, yeah, my 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 social media strategy and and who i am as a social media manager lucky land casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky lucky in line at the deli i guess aha in my dentist's office more than once actually do i have to say yes you do in the car before my kids pta meeting really yes excuse me what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky i never win and tell well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. It's incredible. And that shows like working closely to you. You really are a problem solver. And with everything that we've worked, we've done together, it's always thinking about being better, going a little bit bigger, as you said, a little bit extra, (laughs) (laughs) but always like trying to bring the the quality content to the people. And I absolutely love that. Um, What would you say is the best way to create a compelling social media strategy in this industry? Yeah. Um, So I would say the number one thing and the most important thing uh, for anybody is figuring out like your brand. And so that includes who are you and um, what is it that you say? What is it that you have to offer? Um, But then also thinking through like, who is it that you're speaking to? 
and um, what is the relationship that you have? Like what, what is it that you're offering to them or that they're offering to you? And like kind of literally thinking through a brand as a person, like I will write a, de- a description, give them personality traits and um, say things that they will say or won't say, that they will do, that they won't do and flesh out this, this person because I find it much easier um, to navigate social media when you have this character in your head that is, you know, that, that account. And so, um, number one, it's most important to know who you are. And then the second part, this is where, um, I think, um, it's a lot of like planning and kind of like Mm -hmm. brainstorming, throwing out a lot of different ideas and trying them all and understanding that some are going to fail and that is okay because that is information that you're gathering and some are going to do great and that is also great because you are gathering information and you get all the all the extra engagements um and so the more that you figure out the intersection between who you are and the social platform which i say that's actually first most important because you know if you come up with the best idea, but it doesn't fit onto what people are doing on TikTok or on Twitter or on Instagram, then that's not going to mesh. So first be thinking through how people are already using the platform and then be thinking through the intersection between your brand um, and, and your audience and how, and which pieces of content they're responding best to. So between like, you know, what, the algorithm, uh, you know, and also I've got lots of thoughts on the algorithm and chasing all of that. And, you know, it's, just, <laughs> it's too exhausting. Just take yes. a breath and, and just make good content. But, um, you know, I, you have to keep a little bit of that in mind. Um, but really the most important thing is finding the most authentic um, connection and the one that resonates the most with, with your audience. And then once you find that out dissect some of the qualities and say okay I know that my audience really likes to share they have a lot of opinions they want to talk so I'm going to give them ways to do that because I know that that's what they like to do or it could be they just really love looking at pretty pictures and so I'm going to you know maybe creating a lot of video content doesn't work for you know that is possible even though the algorithm blah 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 so I think it's important to be testing trying everything and then constantly pivoting based off of how people respond that is great advice for not only for me as a social media manager, but also for everyone out there, because you don't need a brand. You don't need a big, huge project to implement this stuff that you just mentioned into whatever you're doing on social media, even your own personal uh, profiles and accounts. Um, so I love that. Thank you for that. How would you summarize this whole journey in the industry? Oh my goodness. <laughs> Those three words. Oh my goodness. <laughs> end, end of sentence. End of podcast. <laughs> no, truly. Like, I think maybe, maybe that because I, I think um, it feels like for me, I, I don't know how many acts are in my, in my musical of, of my journey, you know? Um, but there was a moment where I did think that you know, act one was coming to a close and that it could have been a one act show. Um, when I left marathon and decided to go and be a digital nomad and be a freelancer on my own, there was a, um, a very long process of internal like dialogue of being like, okay, I have to understand that I'm, I might never fit back into the industry in the same way that I am used to as an individual 
and not being a part of an agency anymore. And so I have to understand that I may not, yeah, it, it's going to feel different. I'm going to have different clients and, and that's okay. Um, and what has just been absolutely wonderful and the, the surprise second act and why I say, I, I, you know, I have no idea how many acts are, are you know, uh, ahead of me, but I have loved being able to come back and feel sometimes even more a part of it, even more integrated into it because it was clear that, um, that it wasn't something that was tied to just one job, but that I truly am a part of the community. Um, and so that has been, um, a really, really wonderful feeling. And I've, I've only felt that way, um, more and more and more as time has gone by. And so, um, I'm excited to see how, um, you know, as my career develops, I'm still, I'm, I am 27. I've got more career to go, you know? And so I don't know, I don't know what's next, but I'm really, really excited because, um, yeah, again, this is the, the best like little incubation um, environment to be, to be able to grow um, and, and nurture my career. And so, um, yeah. And I know that whatever comes down your path, it's going to be amazing because with knowing working with you and knowing your talent, I know that it's going to be great. Just because your energy and the passion that you put into the things that you work on, um, it, it, it just is inspiring and it's mind-blowing with the things that you do. And I know that whatever comes is, is going to be absolutely amazing. Oh my gosh, you are... <laughs> I love you. <laughs> Thank you. What advice would you give someone that wants to be in this industry from your craft, like sitting on your shoes in marketing and social media? Yeah, I think um, there are so many opportunities to use social media to set yourself apart, especially if this is the career that you want to go into. Um, and so I think, you know, finding, finding opportunities to showcase your talents through, through your platforms or through um, whatever platforms you might want to create is, is a really, really great way to do it. Um, one of my really, really good friends, Carrie DeLisi, she, um, she's a graphics designer at Marathon Digital. Um, and she also absolutely loves the music industry. And, um, so she went, uh, started doing this project where like every day for a year, she was making a movie, like a movie poster inspired sort of a thing, but pulling, um, uh, but pulling music video clips so that way um, that was kind of the imagery that she was working with and um, just seeing over time the more connections that that brought for her within the music industry for her to be able to create posters for um, Broadway shows because then all of a sudden you know her company knew this is something you can do and we didn't even know this was an option um, and so I just think um, that's that's one example of it TikTok is a, is a whole nother world where you can really create whatever niche it is that you want. And so I think um, creating content um, around the, the things that are interesting to you um, is, is the best way to do it because you're, you're practicing, you're showing what you can do. Um, mm -hmm. And it's also going to get you in front of more people to make those connections um, genuinely over time. Because I think that um, 
you know, networking is the number one way to get into the Broadway industry because it is this community. And so, um, you know, if you're developing relationships organically with people um, online, then, you know, eventually you will find somebody who needs something that you can do. And, um, you know, all of those those connections get to kind of come together to to give you that that open door. I love that. One of my last questions for you is, you, you already mentioned that out of the blue, you cold contacted um, this show through social media, right? Yeah. But what is another risk that you have taken that has totally paid off? Yeah, I think all of my biggest risks in life, I think, have been moving related um, because when I think about some of the biggest um, like scariest moments um, in my life. It has always been um, moments where I'm kind of going outside of my comfort zone um, and feeling potentially like worried about feeling isolated or not, uh, you know, involved. Um, and so like uh, before moving to New York, um, while living in New York, my entire first year still like not feeling um, like fully at home yet and, you know, trying to figure out um, you know, what it's like also to live on your own for the first time, like out of college and stuff. Um, and, you know, and then thinking through the the decision to leave New York and to, to go and do that. Um, at, at every single turn, there were different things that made me nervous about it. Um, but there were always kind of um, from the last move, there was always something that I could kind of look back at and be like, hey, remember when you were really terrified to go and study abroad in Sevilla and then you ended up making a lot of friends and like staying in contact with them over years and now you're trying to move there this year? Like, you know, I, I can just kind of look back at my life and see like in that moment that soothed me to be able to know that it takes time to find community and that I should stick it out in New York and I should, you know, and then I did that and then learned that. And so then as I was jumping around and being a digital nomad, I was able to reference back like, okay, I know that, um, you know, c building connections is something that takes time. So it's like, again, at each stage, I'm able to kind of like reflect back on the last move. And so um, I think the idea of moving has always brought excitement and like new opportunities like to mind. And I know there, are, I've talked to friends who are like, no, it brings panic or, you know, whatever. And so I, I think that's something just based off my experience, um, you know, I, I, I can kind of be excited about change because of my past. I love that. That's incredible. Last question. What are your top five favorite musical theater shows? Oh my gosh. I'm very basic. Okay. So no judgment, <laughs> guys, no judgment. Not at all. Okay, great. The other thing is that I luckily, my top two I worked on and I genuinely, um, yeah, I absolutely a huge fan of Hamilton. Um, like will will be rapping along to every single word in the car. Did that uh, two days ago. Yeah, like very love Hamilton um, and really love Hades Town too. Um, and then to to stick with my my old my old boss uh, Lynn in the Heights, uh, also a, a favorite. Um, and another one that my friend Lindsay introduced me to during that era. Um, and then Waitress is one that I saw a lot the summer that I interned um, and just like loved the music. And I think that was one of the first 
albums that I on my own kind of was like, this is the one that I really want to listen to a lot rather than like with my friends. Um, and did I mention that I'm a late bloomer to the <laughs> prop industry? Um, and then I, I ever since uh, you posted, actually, I've been thinking more and more and more about Angeliet. Um, I saw it in London and just like obsessed. So glad that it's in New York too now. Um, and so I think I think that's moving up there. Um, it was just so fun. I just love fun, you know. <laughs> and those are really fun shows. Yeah. Uh, really heartfelt, but really really fun shows. And yes, we are currently both of us are currently obsessed with Anne Juliet. I really <laughs> really want to experience that show every single day of my life. And um, now that you brought it up, my stretch sessions before I go to bed is with the Anne Juliet cast album. <laughs> Oh, I rotate God. between the London and the New York cast, and I'm just like, I wanted that, like doing the splits that way. <laughs> well, first off, I desperately need to start stretching because I am an old woman, and I want to stretch to that. So I'm going to need the link to the post. <laughs> <laughs> Kayla, thank you so much for coming over. I have loved every single second of this conversation thank you so much for being here for being a part of backstage talk and you know how much i love you and and i admire you so thank you so much oh thank you so much i've thrown a little spanish te quiero i i, <laughs> like, I absolutely will not do this in spanish in, in a few years we'll, we'll circle back um yes. but you i am i am your biggest fan and i am so honored that you asked me to be here so thank you Thanks, everyone, for listening to this new episode of Backstage Talk. Remember to follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Backstage Talk Podcast. Hey, it's Leslie Udom Jr. here on the Broadway Podcast Network to tell you about the RISE Theatre Directory, a program of maestro music. RISE is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theatre professionals from underrepresented backgrounds. If you work or aspire to work in the theater community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theater professionals, search the Rise Theater directory to find your next team. Create your profile now and get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R-E-R-I-S-E-T-H-E-A-T-R-E.org because only together we rise. Hi, y'all. This is Kristen Chenoweth. Hi, I'm Gloria Stefan. This is Sarah Bareilles. Hi, I'm Patty Lapone. This is Lynn Manuel Miranda. You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network.